Well, hey everyone, welcome to Hello Church, episode 48. My name is Justin Trapp. I'm Wade Bearden, and we're going to be talking about Easter Sunday, how you can really help to get more people in the door and make it a celebratory service. And uh, I think Easter Sunday is going to be a whole lot bigger than Easter Sunday last year. Man. <laughs> Justin, uh, the world, things, things seem to be looking up. At least that's the optimist in me. So I think Easter Sunday will, will be a big event for a lot of churches. Yeah, so this is one of our ideas podcast episodes. Yeah. And I love these these uh, episodes that we do where we just sort of like throw out ideas. And hopefully something mm-hmm. here sticks or it provides inspiration for you. Or maybe you've had a similar idea. Uh, maybe we didn't cover any of your ideas. We get a lot of great ideas. So post uh, something that your church is doing in the comments. I'd love to add to this list. Mm-hmm. That's a real informal list. Yeah, yeah. And here's something to remember, too. Like we, we believe it's so important to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. That's the most important thing. We don't want you to get cheesy or weird or sales mini in your marketing, but we also think that it's important to utilize the creativity and imagination that God has given you to try to get more people to know about your church because there are people who are looking to go to church and they just don't really know where to go. They have a certain perception of church. And so these ideas might kind of help you as you break the ice. Yeah, so we put together a few ideas on how your church can promote and market this Easter. And they're, and I would say they're, they're pretty straightforward, really yeah. easy. And I will say, wait, like it got me thinking, like mm-hmm. as we were working on the content for this episode, and we're just thinking through ideas mm-hmm. and it just starts like, you know, rabbit trailing Uh-oh. on all these other ideas on like what not to do. Like, well, let's just talk about that for <laughs> a second. How do you feel about helicopters Man. dropping Easter eggs, Justin? Let's, let's, <laughs> I mean, this is 2021. I don't think, I mean, helicopter, the helicopter thing is so early 2000s, right? Oh, I mean, we, we live in a world with Elon Musk. <laughs> I mean, what would Elon, if Elon, that's a great question. If Elon Musk were a pastor mm-hmm. and he was getting ready for Easter, what would, what would mm-hmm. Elon Musk do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead of helicopters dropping Easter eggs, yeah. uh, a rocket would drop Easter yeah. eggs from outer space. Yeah. But I could just see like, that's like in a, in a comedy movie and yeah. it goes wrong and they all are yeah. on fire by the time they hit the ground and they light the church lawn up. Um, maybe don't do that this Easter. Maybe an Easter egg hunt on Mars. On Mars with a with a rover. You control yeah. the rover, and it, it takes two years to get the eggs back yeah, you know, from space. Elon Musk is like really good at getting PR, so I imagine he would do something crazy like uh, light the Easter bunny on fire with his flamethrowers mm-hmm. that he built. You mm-hmm. know, at, at the Tesla factory, or or you know, like trunk or treat. You open up the trunk. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, of the Teslas. Yeah, they don't have the trunks. They'd right? be like hood or treat. Hood or treat. Yeah. So, and they open up the the front of it. Whenever people started doing those, I've never been a part of a helicopter drop service. I've heard about them for, for the longest time. I thought that they attached little parachutes to each <laughs> egg because I was like, wait, okay. So if they drop them, they're gonna crash. How does this work? And I just thought like little parachutes, which that could actually be kind of cool. It would take a lot of work. But little parachute eggs just kind of floats down. I don't know. Don't do the helicopter job. <laughs> I mean, okay, so maybe we should get into some real ideas. But yeah, well, I always. I mean, say those that, are real ideas. And here's the other thing too: like you've you've probably had a terrible marketing idea that you've had, or maybe you've done something you know that's not a great yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, 
you know, let's avoid some of the Easter catastrophes from a marketing perspective. Mm -hmm. When in doubt, it, like if you have to ask other people if it's a crazy idea, it's probably a crazy idea. Like some churches do bake sales. Like let's not, this year, let's not make uh, a point of emphasis on rising dough for the Easter bake sale. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so uh, we do have some real ideas for all of y'all. Y'all get it, right? Uh, rising Dead? Yeah, yeah, you get yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, or, you know what you could do is you could do Easter egg hunt, don't put anything in the eggs, and when the Man, kids come back, you'd be like, Man, he's that's gone. like, it's like the tomb. Yeah, the empty. tomb is empty. <laughs> it, they'll never forget it. Oh, they will never forgive <laughs> you either. Oh, let's dive right in. So we've got a couple of different ideas, and some of these are for before your service. Yeah. So, and this is just to kind of get the word out about your church and the community, because like I mentioned, there are a lot of different people who are like, oh, I'd love to go to church, uh, but what's a, what's a good church? And I know different people have asked me, hey, what are good churches in the area? And uh, you want to tell people about your church. So one of those, uh, here's an idea we had. You could create Easter egg baskets with your church branding or uh, maybe directions or website on the Easter egg basket. And then you can either drop those off in the neighborhood kind of around your church, or you could just put a thing out in the community. It's like, hey, free Easter eggs with the eggs baskets. Just come by our church on, you know, maybe the Saturday. Yeah, I mean, we know this year is still... Uh, you know, an adjustment for our society. And as we sort of move back uh, towards the way that things were a few years ago, uh, I still think some people are apprehensive about coming to a large Easter festival. Yeah. So maybe your church does do an Easter festival. What about all the people, though, that are a little apprehensive about that or mm -hmm. maybe are unable to, to come? Uh, you can make those baskets available and deliver those. Uh, give those out into you know to the the different neighborhoods near your community. I think that'd be be a really nice touch. And we're, you know you're not getting crazy, right? It's not like a massive like prize basket. It could be a small basket with yeah. a little candy, a little postcard, right? Uh, a handwritten note would go a Pla long plastic, way. Plastic eggs. Yeah, plastic eggs. Uh, just something simple. And it could be cheap. You know, it's a few dollars a pop. And uh, from a cost perspective, your volunteers could, you know, assemble it all. And I think that's a nice, nice touch, especially the personal mm -hmm. note. If you add a personal note, that's literally takes someone 30 oh, yeah. seconds to volunteer. And that, I feel like that's just a nice warm touch for, for uh, you know, a gift from a church in the community. Yeah, and something we've talked about in the podcast before is... When you're trying to get the word out about your church, so many pastors are like we we want to go, you know, worldwide. I think it's so important just to focus on the neighborhoods around your church. So if you're passing out baskets or maybe you're saying, "Hey, you can come pick them up from our church." You're really focusing on just those kind of streets around your actual building. And I think that that's going to be the, str the strongest uh, for you as a church in your like marketing. You know, we live in a, in an Instagram culture, right? Uh, TikTok culture. Uh, all the kids these days, they have the, the apps <laughs> and the, and the Facebook. No, uh, you've seen this way. You travel to a city and there's usually like a few mm -hmm. popular spots in the city where it's like a mural or uh, some sort of painting or some colored wall. And it just becomes really popular because people want to take photos in front of this yeah. this wall or this mural or this, this you know, um, painting of, of some sorts. Uh, you could do the same thing. Your church mm -hmm. could literally create some sort of a really cool Easter photo backdrop that is, you know, not j just 
Easter specific, you know, we're not talking about your church logo here, but something that'd be really cool that that people want to come and take a picture. They would want to take their family uh, Easter pictures. So you don't need to provide a cameraman or a light or anything like that. It's outdoors. It's on your property somewhere, and people will just come and they'll take photos. It's free. Yeah. It's free to the community, and uh, that is actually that that could get you a large digital footprint. You could start oh, yeah. to see that everywhere online. Yeah, and you and you can kind of even reach out to some of my wife's a photographer, so you could reach out to the photography community. She's always looking for places to shoot family photos, and so you basically let them know, say, hey, we've created this mural, or we maybe you have a larger property where there's like trees and there's like a white picket fence. Maybe you could even just put a section of a picket fence just you know, it could be like 10 feet long and just say, Hey, photographers for this, for these next two weeks, y'all can come and shoot on our property. Like we don't mind at all. And it just gets people to realize your church is there. And of course you can have uh, different advertisements like, Hey, come back on Easter, but that could be really fun. So you can, you can reach out to people who just want kind of the cell phone selfie cameras, or you can even reach out to like the photographers and get individuals that way. So there are a couple of different opportunities to do that. Uh, the next thing you could do, you know, pastors, we know that you want everyone to come to your church on, on Easter Sunday and every Sunday. Uh, but we also can agree, right? Like your church isn't for everyone. There's a lot of churches in your area and maybe the church down the road is going to be better suited, whether it be the stage of uh, life that a family is in or they have kids or whatever the case may be. And so one of the ideas we had is for you to put together either a PDF or just create a web page on your mm-hmm. website and put together a, a directory of like the, the, the churches in your area, their Easter services. If you could call ahead of time and find out when are your Easter services, what time, uh, you know, where are they going to be at online? And create a free resource for the community and start passing it out. Uh, you could spend a few Facebook ad dollars, you know, and start sharing. And, and it's really not like a First Baptist resource, although it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really a community list of like, hey, if you're thinking about going to church this Easter, here's a list of churches and their service times. It just so happens that you created a list in your number one with a slightly larger, bolder font. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just wink, wink. Um, but I think it would be a great resource, right, uh, to to give out online uh, so that, you know, there's just something to be said when, when you're sort of just yeah. creating something that... Uh, it speaks to the confidence and a comfortability like, hey, you know, we know our church isn't for everyone, but we want to be helpful. And we'd love for you to be a part of our service on Easter Sunday. But if you're not able to make it, here are a few other churches in our area that, that might work for you as well. Yeah, and I think that's great. You could do a PDF or you could do what we would call a lead page with your information at the top, like Justin said, bolder, bigger, and then say, hey, here are all these other churches, churches in your community that you trust and, and probably uh pastors who are friends of yours you could do that i think it also speaks to just in general the power of what we would call a lead page so if you don't know what a lead page is it's basically a website page that's geared singular page it's a singular page one page that's geared towards one specific action and so uh for us like if we're giving away a free sermon series we would create a lead page and it would have the information on that lead page and it would have a place for you to sign up and get it with your email address and there's not all these other links it's not hard to find it i mean it's just right there and that's it and i think as a church you could do that something like that for your for your easter service so like if 
a friend says, hey, where are you going to church? And they're like, hey, I, I actually attended church. Let me send you the information. Instead of sending them your website where there's all this different stuff on it, they can send them your lead page with all the Easter information, and boom, they have everything that they need. Here's the service times. Here's like what to wear. Some people who haven't been to church in a while are like, well, do I have to wear a suit? It's Easter Sunday. Uh, what do I wear? All that stuff can be there. So I really love the idea of using sales pages or lead pages. But yeah, create something that says, here are the churches in the area. We would love for you to come to our church. But if you don't, these churches uh, are great too. So a couple different ideas on on doing that. And the, and the big question is, why would you do this, right? Why would you do this? Well, you're being helpful. And when you're helpful and you're adding value to people, it builds trust. And for you to build trust in your community, both you know, physically and digitally is important. And it's something that you actually need to be proactive about building trust, adding value to people's lives beyond just like, you know, a service, so to speak. So, yeah. And it's really, it's all about the kingdom and the church yeah, and trying to build and trying to build that. Uh, yes. A couple of our like marketing ideas you could do this could be like leading up to Easter, yeah, right? A little cute up to, video. Yeah, some videos. Um, you you could do like a, a Easter egg hunt, maybe during your service or before your service. And a lot of you kind of know those ideas, so we're not going to focus on them too much. Another one, though, we had was uh, give Easter lilies to first responders, local businesses, teachers. It's been a hard year for a lot of people. So you could do that and maybe put some information on it and just let people know, hey, this is not like a hard sell. Like you need to come to our church, but we want to know we care about you and we would love to see you as we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. Yeah, and the the purpose behind this idea is not to try and give flowers to like every single business in your area, but really, you know, the first responders like Wade mentioned, but also like the businesses that, that are right close to your church. Like they've driven by your church every day on their way to work, the, the people that work there, they know who your church is, maybe they've never visited. And so if you can sort of do something nice, a nice uh, thoughtful gift, so to speak, to the businesses around your area, mm-hmm. I think that's gonna go a long way. You're not even, there's not really any strings attached, just like, hey, there's maybe there's a postcard or like a little business card in the flower, in the soil or something um, that just says, you know, Easter service times. Uh, we appreciate you or you know something like that um but you're really wanting to make an impact with this on the immediate like your immediate geographical area yeah uh that's what this idea is more about than just trying to you know flood the city with with free flowers yeah and i i think that's great so there's some ideas for before service um we have a couple of ideas during service like i said you know some of the there there are ideas that churches have been doing for years. We're not going to talk a lot about those. If you feel like you could do an Easter egg hunt and it is safe and Easter is bigger this year, which I think it will be, um, you kind of know how to pull that off with your community. One idea we had is to celebrate the resurrection by having baptisms during service. I think I think baptisms during Easter are just incredible. I mean, it's mm-hmm. so exciting. And then when you do that, make sure you give the people who are being baptized uh, information to invite their friends and family. So a lot of people want their friends and family, even so. people who don't attend church to come see them be baptized. Make sure you have some resources uh, for that. Maybe instead of giving just the person baptized a t-shirt, uh, you give them a t-shirt that says something like, I've decided, and then the whole family gets a t-shirt that 
that says something else. She decided. Else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, or like Easter Sunday or yeah. your church, so that you can all kind of wear it together yeah. Yeah, as, as a way of solidarity. Uh, so find those ideas because what you're doing is, is you're celebrating this incredible baptism moment and you're also including it and making it a family and friend ordeal. Anytime you have a personal event or an event, it's a lot easier to invite someone to church, right? It is, yeah. It's just, uh, it's something official that's happening and getting baptized is a big deal and and it should be. And a lot of times, even if they're they're not saved or they haven't been in church for a long time, if you're getting baptized or you have someone in your church who's getting baptized and they invite their family and friends, most times they're going to get people to show up. And you know what? That 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 is a that's a great opportunity for them to hear the gospel message in the end. And so we're for that. And we're for um, leveraging this opportunity. So make sure you make the most of this. Uh, have them uh, prepared, you know, equipped with the right materials so that they have all the details. Mm-hmm. So, you know, nothing gets lost in translation when they're just sending invites. And uh, like Wade said, if you could do something to commemorate the the event or the moment, that'd be great as well. And again, n- none of these ideas are like uh, Elon Musk worthy. <laughs> we, you know, we're not... Uh, we're not raising funds in cryptocurrencies yeah, for, right, for right. our Easter offering. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So that's another one. He would accept a Bitcoin yes. for offering. Yeah, Dogecoin, <laughs> new thing, right? Um, but but hopefully some of these ideas are helpful as you are ramping up your your efforts this Easter. And I will say this way: this is probably a, an episode for another day, right? Okay. I'll say this: naturally speaking, you're going to have more people show up on Easter. I think it is is equally important that you consider what is taking place the week after Easter. How do you how do you make a bridge mm-hmm. from Easter Sunday to the the following Sunday? And I would say if you had, you know, let's just say your budget is $1000 for Easter this year, I would say commit 500 to Easter Sunday and 500 to the following Sunday. Put put uh, efforts and resources mm-hmm. and personnel and into making a bridge between those two Sundays because if you can get people to come back that is the key and that's the important part so make sure that as you're planning Easter you're planning for the Sunday or weekend after Easter yeah you're thinking about discipleship you're thinking about how to get those individuals maybe to visit a small group uh, those are really important points uh, one other idea we had is you know a lot of stuff's gone on a lot of people have lost friends and family members this year uh, maybe create some sort of bulletin board uh, in the lobby or on the front of the stage where people can put photos of the individuals they've lost and then maybe during the service you have people write down uh, difficulties they've experienced this year and they kind of place them up there and that can be a way to talk about the new life or the hope of the resurrection and that could be a good moment to acknowledge things that have happened in the past and then celebrate the resurrection of Jesus and what that means for us today. Yeah. Um, maybe we didn't cover an idea. I, we'd love to hear from you. So maybe you've done it in the past or something that you're planning to do this year and you're watching on YouTube. Put in the comments below what your church is doing. We'd love to hear from you guys. I'm sure uh, everyone else that is, is reading the comments would benefit from mm-hmm. uh, seeing what other churches around the country and around the world are doing. And so we definitely would ask you to do that. And then uh, next episode, mm-hmm. we're talking about how to preach in person to an in-person audience and an online audience at the same time. Yeah. It's a lot tougher than it, people think. It's right? a lot tougher. And that's going to help you too uh, when you think about Easter. As you think about that big Sunday and really 
I think every Sunday going forward. Yeah. Uh, the world's kind of changed for churches, even when we kind of get back to normal. So I'm excited to talk about that next week. Yep. Hey, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining Hello Church. I'm Justin Trapp. I'm Wade Bearden. We'll see you later. <laughs>